ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चरोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुदीर नष्ट प्रायद्रेशु नि भागवत सेवया भगवत्युतम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवनाष्ठिकी नमस्ते नरसिंहाया प्रहलादलायिने हिण्याकाशीपूर्वक्ष ಅದ್ಭುತಶೃಂಗಾಲಿತಾಹಿರಣ್ಯಕಶಿಪೂತನುಭೃಂಗೇಶವೃತ್ತಾನರಹರಿಪಾ जय जगदीश हरे जय जगदीश हरे जय जगदीश हरे जय नरसिंह देव जय नरसिंह देव नरसिंह देव जय नरसिंह देव जय प्रहलाद महाराज जय प्रहलाद महाराज प्रहलाद महाराज जय प्रहलाद महाराज जय श्री प्रभुपाद की जय जय श्री नरसिंहदेव भगवान की जय भक्त प्रहलाद महाराज की जय सो वेलकम टू दिस सीरीज ऑफ श्री नरसिंह लीला सो ये श्रे वॉज नरसिंह चतुर्दशी एंड वी हैड इन हाउस सेलिब्रेशन सो ड्यू टू दिस लॉकडाउन सो टुडे एंड ये श्रे वी कुड नॉट हैव दिस सेशन बिकॉज Uh, at that time there was abhishek going on but i think uh, i heard um, his grace vishwambar prabhu has given a, had given a talk on narsimha leela so some of you have attended that on his facebook account and um, so today we will start to read the narsimha leela so of course uh, many devotees know that prahlad maharaj was um, harassed by his father hiranyakashipu so that much is known but in the shrimad bhagavatam we will now read the whole beginning from the beginning of the story so how it all started so actually it spans about nine chapters including the prayers of prahlad maharaj you know so from chapter canto uh, 7 of shrimad bhagavatam chapter 2 all the way to chapter 10 so we don't know how many uh, sessions maybe i'm i'm expecting maybe two or three sessions in which we will try to finish this um, reading of this narsimha leela so we'll go to the chapter 2 <coughs> so as you know hiranyakashipu was uh, one of the two brothers hiranyaksha and hiranyakashipu they were jay and vijay the doorkeepers of vaikuntha and they were cursed by the four kumaras 
who were the sons of Lord Brahma. So all these accounts are described in the Srimad Bhagavatam and in the third canto we will find the uh, pastimes of <coughs> Varahadev, the boar incarnation uh, in which the Lord killed Hiranyaksha. So in the seventh canto we have um, the description of Hiranyakashipu. So in the big, in the middle, all these fourth, fifth, sixth cantos, so many other pastimes have been uh, described, and again the continuation of from that story of Hiranyaksha's death is continued from the seventh chap, seventh canto. <coughs> Actually, I don't know if we should also read the birth of Hiranyakashipu as well. Because that would take us to Kanto 3 actually. We should just some uh, some background of how the birth of a demon takes place in this material world. So here, the appearance of Lord Varaha. See here the victory of Hiranyaksha over all the directions of the universe. So these are, and the battle between the Lord Boar and the demon Hiranyaksha, the killing of the demon Hiranyaksha, is also a very nice uh, uh, narration. But we will just see. or this birth of uh, Hiranyakashipu and Hiranyaksha and then after that we will go to Hiranyakashipu's story. So basically, we will just go briefly over this. So basically, Kashyapamuni and uh, he had 13 wives, so Diti is one of them and Danu is one of them and Aditi is one of them. So the sons of Aditi are all the demigods, Adityas. And the son of, some of the wives, children became demons, some of them are devotees, uh, demigods. So Danu's uh, children and Diti's children all became demons. So Daityas and Danavas. Although Diti was quite faithful to Kashyapa, it is just that from her all the demons came into being. <clears throat> so this has happened um, <coughs> that the Kumaras, I mean the Jaya and Vijaya, the doorkeepers of Vaikuntha, they were cursed to come into this material world because they stopped the four Kumaras. The four Kumaras are uh, Chatur Kumar, Chatur, uh, Chatur Kumar of uh, Brahma, sons of Brahma, Sanaka, Sanandana, Sanatana and Sanat Kumara. So these four, they always look like five-year-old boys, they always are naked, but they are millions of years old and they are 
they are very very uh, um, self-realized great sages in fact one of the Vaishnava Sampradayas is Kumar Sampradaya that is existing on the earth so that is there and they went to Vaikuntha there is a Vaikuntha planet in this universe as well so there is the Shvetadvip and in that they were going to visit Lord Narayana and there were gates many gates and the last gate Jay and Vijay they stopped them and when they stopped the four Kumaras then uh, the four Kumaras were angry no how can you stop us you know? so in that way they cursed the two doorkeepers Jay and Vijay that they would go into the that they would go to the material world so there it started off that they begged no 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 please excuse us for our offense uh, please um, take your curse back you know actually they did not ask for taking the curse back actually they were just falling at the feet of the four kumaras and then lord narayana from inside he came out of the door and then uh, he said to the four kumaras that uh, you know even i am i am willing to chop my own hand off and to save my devotees you know so please uh, take compassion on them so in this way they were given chance either three lives as great devotees <coughs> sorry seven lives as great devotees for a long time they would live in this material world as great devotees and preachers and then return back to godhead vaikuntha or other, the other choice is they would take birth three times in this universe as great demons and be killed by the lord and come back um, so they chose no we would be demons because <laughs> we want to come back quickly three lives enough we don't want three, seven long lives and in the three lives we will be killed untimely death so we will be killed by the lord it's not that a natural death occurs no they will be killed by the lord so the three incarnations were um, hiranyakashipu and hiranyaksha then ravana and kumbhakarna and shishupala and dantavakra during krishna leela and they also made a guest special appearance in chaitanya mahaprabhu's leela jagayan madhai so in this way they were uh, they came uh, to assist in the lord's pastimes so in this way we have to understand that whenever the demons are killed by the lord those are actually great devotees unless of course i think uh, there is uh, the mention of kalki where he will kill even uh, to even even to be killed by the lord is a great blessing already although it is not um, <clears throat> what is that it is not uh, the devotees are not interested in that because by being killed by being killed with the, by the lord they will go to the brahma jyoti which is achievable even for the impersonalists so in that there is no service to the lord only in the case of we know that um, putana she actually attained the position of a mother so otherwise usually they all go to the brahma jyoti uh, and then from there they can fall down or if they associate with devotees they can become devotee and go to the vaikuntha planets so in this way uh, the whole thing is um, arranged and <coughs> here so diti the daughter of daksha one of the 100 daughters of daksha so she was afflicted with sex desire and begged her husband kashyapa the son of marichi 
to have intercourse with her in the evening in order to beget a child. This is how it happened. The sun was setting and was sitting in trance after offering oblations to the Supreme Personality of Godhead Vishnu, whose tongue is the sacrificial fire. So this is important. When we are doing the yajna, that, that fire is, which is there, that is the tongue of Lord Vishnu. And the whole kunda, uh, the, the medhi, the vedhi, that is actually the mouth of Lord Vishnu. <coughs> so in that place, the beautiful Diti expressed her desire. O learned one, Cupid is taking his arrows and distressing me forcibly as a mad elephant troubles a banana tree. Therefore, you should be kind towards me by showing me complete mercy. I desire to have sons and I am much distressed by seeing the opulence of my co-wives. By performing this act, you will become happy. <laughs> so, so, she was afflicted with sex desire and she was you know, distressed by seeing the opulence of her co-wives. So, Kashyapuni had many wives. Thirteen, thirteen da- daughters of Daksha were given to him and um, they all had sons and even especially the Aditi's sons, they are the demigods. So, in this way, uh, and they had great opulence. So, she also wanted her sons to have uh, superiority over the, the demigods. So, this kind of um, womanly jealousy has brought about uh, this, this whole episode. <laughs> A woman is honored in the world by the benediction of her husband and a husband like you will become famous after having ch- by having children because you are meant for the expansion of living entities. Kashyapa was one of the Prajapatis. He was supposed to expand the population. In the, so, in days long ago, our father, the most opulent Daksha, was affectionate to his daughters, asked each of us separately whom we would prefer to select as our husband. Our well-wishing father, Daksha, after knowing our intentions, handed over 13 of his daughters unto you and since then we have all been faithful. O Lotus Eyed One, kindly bless me by fulfilling my desire. When someone in distress approaches a great person, his pleas should never go in vain. So, in this way, she she was trying to uh, uh, you know, induce him to have relationship with her. So, what happened? You know, she, the, the Kashyapa Muni, he, he is actually very learned. So, he explained to her that this is not the right time we should be having relationship because um, in this time of the sunset, in this time, actually here we will see, you see. So, she was uncontrollable, her desire was uncontrollable because the curse of the um, Kumaras forced Jay and Vijay to come into this world and by the Lord's desire, they had to take birth as Hiranyakashipu and Hiranyaksha and by the force of the curse of the four Kumaras, they had to take birth in this material world and that curse actually what caused, what impelled Diti to have such an uncontrollable desire for sex and she, she was... Um, the, the, the husband was actually trying to tell her this is not the right time because at, at the time of sunset one should not do this so because usually what happens at sandhya time so there are three sandhyas in the morning uh, the junction between night and day 
and then in the afternoon I mean in the noon which is a junction between um, forenoon and afternoon and the junction between day and night which is dusk sunset so these three times um, one should not have and even in the day one should not have the relationship usually it's in the night so there is there are all kinds of rules are there so she was getting this desire very very strongly at a wrong time so it depends so when one has relationship in this time then lord shiva who is always he is also called bhutanath so he is he is the lord of the ghostly and you know ghosts and goblins so whenever there is there are people in the human society having relationship at this time he will send those souls who are supposed to be having ghostly bodies because they are not they are so sinful that they cannot get an ordinary uh, i mean a, a normal human body they remain as ghosts so those kinds of devo- uh, souls are put into the are put into the womb of the woman uh, through the semen of the man at if they have relationship at that time in these odd times so in this way uh, those uh, souls are very demoniac in nature and this was especially so in the case of hiranyakashipu and hiranyaksha Diti was thus informed by her husband but she was pressed by Cupid so you see we can actually read um <coughs> oh hero diti thus affected by the contamination of lust and therefore and talkative was pacified by the son of marichi in suitable words so she was poor and talkative so when you know she was talking so many things you know but actually sometimes you know when they are having desire they talk so many things but actually their focus is only one <coughs> to have the relationship so then he said oh afflicted one he said oh afflicted one <laughs> so he was afflicted with desire so he said i shall forthwith gratify whatever desire is dear to you for who else but you is the source of the three perfections of liberation as one can cross over the ocean with sea going vessels one can cross the dangerous situation of the material ocean by living with a wife this is actually a cooperative wife and you know in devotional service so he is actually <coughs> trying to pacify her and slowly explain to her <coughs> so respectable one a wife is so helpful that she called the better half of a man because for sharing in all auspicious activities a man can move without angry and trusting all responsibilities to his wife um as a fort commander very easily conquers invading plunderers by taking shelter of a wife one can conquer the senses which are unconquerable in the other social, social orders <laughs> some <laughs> so these statements are you know um, one who is attached to the wife they will speak like this they think grahastha ashram ashram is the safest ashram in other three ashrams there is you know one cannot control the senses in the grahastha ashram one can control because there is wife hmm. so o queen of the home we are not able to act like you nor could we repay you for what you have done even if you work for entire life or even our death so to repay you is not possible even for those who are admirers of personal qualities although even though it is not possible to repay you i shall satisfy your sex desire immediately for the sake of begetting children but you must wait for only a few seconds so that others may not reproach me because if he has at the wrong time then other sages and everybody would reproach him why did you do such a disastrous activity because now the children will be 
great um, pain, source of pain for this world. <coughs> you know, the, the sun is setting, so just so let the sandhya time pass. Uh, so at least wait for, uh, wait until that time, um, because so this is a, this is a very important point here. So this is not just a private affair. This is a public responsibility, because the whole future depends on the the population that is you know uh, produced. So therefore, the the mentality of the husband and wife uh, is very important, and also one must follow the rules. So that's why he was telling this. So then he said, this particular time is most inauspicious, because at this time the horrible looking ghosts and constant companions of the Lord of the ghosts are visible. So Lord of the ghosts is Bhutanath is. Uh, so because at this time the horrible looking ghosts and constant companions of the Lord of ghosts are visible. So they, in fact, it is said that they have a planet not very far from the earth, the ghosts. So it's an invisible planet. And during night time, at sunset, they enter into this planet and they move around. And then at the time of dawn, they go back to their planet. And they can move very fast without a, any machine. So Lord of Ghosts, sitting on the back of his bull rider, travels at this time accompanied by ghosts who follow him for their welfare. Lord Shiva's body is reddish and he is unstained, but he is covered with ashes. His hair is dusty from the whirlwind dust by the burning of the burning crematorium. He is the younger brother of your husband. <clears throat> and he is with his three eyes. So, Kashyap was elder to Lord Shiva. <clears throat> Both were born of uh, Brahma. No, actually Kashyap Muni was in fact born from Marichi. So, anyway... Lord Shiva regards no one as his relative, yet there is no one who is not with him. He is actually, you know, he is aloof from the whole thing, but nobody is aloof from him. Nobody is disconnected from him because he is the whole lord of this material world. He does not regard anyone as favorable or abominable. We respectfully worship the remnants of his foodstuff and we vow to accept what is rejected by him. Although no one in the material world is equal to or greater than Lord Shiva, and although his unimpeachable character is followed by great souls to dismantle the mass of nations, he nevertheless remains as if a devil to give salvation to all devotees of the Lord. No? So he is, Lord Shiva is all having all these ghosts and goblins and all these kind of people around him. He looks like a, you know in charge of the devils. But actually, no. He is the most purest devotee of Lord Krishna. But he maintains... He takes care of the welfare of these poor creatures who are trapped in ghostly bodies and give them human body. So, and put them in this kind of uh, couples, family, where they are having at the wrong time or in the wrong consciousness, uh, they go into these kind of families. So, at least they get a human form. The character is going to be very volatile and very um, destructive. But if they get a chance to associate with devotees, there is some chance of their salvation. So, to give them that chance, Lord Shiva puts them into these bodies. Unfortunate foolish persons, not knowing that he is engaged in his own self, laugh at him. Such foolish persons engage in maintaining the body which is eatable by dogs with dresses, ornaments, garlands and ointments. So, people laugh at Lord Shiva, but they are foolish. They themselves don't know what is their real self-interest. They just are busy decorating their bodies, which is ultimately eatable by dogs. Of life, the dead body can be eaten by dogs, or it will become three things. It can become 
mix with the earth if it is um, if it is you know buried or it can become ashes or it can become stool so when the animals eat it it will become stool vultures you know animals dogs hyenas they eat it it will become stool or even when the worms eat it, it will become stool it is mixed or if it is buried it can be both stool and mud it will become mixed with the mud or it will become ashes if it is burnt so this is the end of the body end result of this body <clears throat> so people who do not know the aim of life they engage themselves in decorating this body which is ultimately having these three one of these three ends hmm. demigods like brahma also follow this right observed by him he is the controller of the material energy which causes the creation of the material world he is great and therefore his devilish characteristics are simply imitation so his devilish characteristics that he stays in the crematorium he has ashes all over his body these are just um, show his real self is not at all like that so on it it takes a devotee a pure devotee to know another pure devotee you know? so kashyapa could recognize maitreya said diti was thus informed by her husband but she was pressed by cupid for sexual satisfaction she caught hold of the clothing of the great brahmana sage just like a shameless public prostitute you know her nothing could stop her she was just she held the clothing of kashyapa understanding his wife's purpose he was obliged to perform the forbidden act and thus after offering his obeisances unto worshipable fate he lay with her in a secluded place thereafter the brahmana took his bath in the water and controlled his speech by pra- practicing trance meditating on the eternal effulgence and chanting the holy gayatri hymns with his mouth within his mouth o son of the bharata family diti was after this went nearer to her husband her face lowered because of her faulty action she spoke as follows so after the action has been done then you know then she was ashamed that she did it she could not take the instruction of her husband and she forced him into this act and it was going to be disastrous the beautiful diti said my dear brahmana kindly see that my embryo is embryo is not killed by lord shiva the lord of all living entities because of the great offense i have committed against him so it is an offense to have it is an offense against lord shiva to have relationship at that time or even to sleep at that time the the sandhya times let me offer my obeisances unto the angry lord shiva who is simultaneously the very ferocious great demigod and fulfiller of of all material desires he is all auspicious and forgiving but his anger can immediately move him to chastise let him be pleased with us since he is my brother in law the husband of my brother my sister sati mm. he is also the worshipable lord of all women he is the personality of all opulences and can show mercy towards women who are excused even <coughs> by the uncivilized hunters <coughs> maitreya said <coughs> the great sage kashyapa thus addressed his wife who was trembling because of fear that her husband was offended she understood that he had been dissuaded from his daily duties of offering evening prayers yet she desired the welfare of her children in the world actually he was in in his own prayers then he actually she disturbed his prayers and asked him for this relationship he said no this is not the right time but no she still dragged him into it and after finishing it then this realization dawned on her <coughs> 
learned Kashyapa said, because of your minds being polluted, because of defilement of the particular time, because of your negligence of my directions, and because of your being apathetic to the demigods, everything was inauspicious. O haughty one, you will have two contemptuous sons born of your condemned womb. Unlucky woman, they will cause constant lamentation to all the three worlds. See, he was so, he knew the future already. What was going to happen? Two sons. You see, nowadays they need a scan to find out whether it's a twins or singular or triplets or quadruplets or whatever. He knew by his own divya drishti, by his <coughs> you know mystic trance, mystic mystic vision. He could already see what was going on. Even right after the moment happened, right after the copulation, he already knew how many souls went into the womb and what kind of people are they going to be. Even he was, you know, how what kind of Usually astrologers, they need to see palm or they need to see the date of birth. They were not even born. Just copulated. Already he, he knew what kind of people they would be. And everything was inauspicious in this relationship. And you will have two contemptuous sons born of your condemned womb. Unlucky woman, they will cause constant lamentation to all the three worlds. They will kill poor, faultless living entities, torture women and enrage the great souls. At that time, the Lord of the Universe, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is the well-wisher of all living entities, will descend and kill them, just as Indra smashes the mountains with his thunderbolts. You already knew the Lord was going to come and he was going to kill his sons. They, he, they were not even born, but he knew already of their death. See how much the sages were knowledgeable and you know how clearly he is explaining everything. Diti said, Diti said, it is very good that my sons will be magnanimously killed by the arms of the personality of Godhead with his Sudarshan weapon. Oh, my husband, may they never be killed by the wrath of the Brahmana devotees. Ah. <laughs> she is also knowledgeable. She said, even though she knew about the death, which mother will like to hear about the death of their children? You, you know, whenever there is a death, you know, don't talk about death, you know, this is inauspicious. No. It is a natural thing, it, it will happen. So, we just have to know. But now the Diti is saying an important point here that it is good that my son, see, although they will be, you know, they will torture women and, you know, rape them and, you know, they will do all kinds of um, atrocities towards Brahmanas, cows and Brahminical culture, yajnas, sages, everything they will destroy. But a mother's love for the sons is so much that despite all this, she will love the sons. So, and <clears throat> Diti was saying, it is good that my sons will be magnanimously killed by the arms of the personality of Godhead with his Sudarshan Because she knew, by being killed by the Lord, they will attain liberation. So, she was thinking, even though they are such sinful people, they will be such sinful people, but they will be liberated by the, at the hands of the Lord. But I am, may they never be killed by the wrath of the Brahmana devotees. Um, because if the Brahmana, by their curse, if he dies, or oh, his hellish, he will go to hell. But if he is killed by the Lord, he will go to, he will get liberation. So, I don't want to go to, them to go to hell because he will greatly torture the Brahmanas and if they curse him, that's it, he's finished. So, I don't, I, I, my prayer is that they will not be killed by their curse. But I don't mind them be, being killed by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. You know. A person who is condemned by a Brahmana or is always fearful to other living entities is not favoured either by those who are already in hell or by those in the species in which he is born. The learned Kashyapa said, because of your lamentation, penitence and proper deliberation, 
and also because of your unflinching faith in the Supreme Personality of Godhead and your adoration for Lord Shiva and me, one of the sons, Prahlad, one of the sons of your son, Hiranyakashipu, so he said, he did not name Prahlad and Hiranyakashipu, but he meant them, Prahlad and Hiranyakashipu. So he said, because of your proper deliberation, because of your lamentation, because this is why, even if one commits an offence, when one sincerely repents for it and tries not to do it again and prays for the mercy and you know of the spiritual master and Krishna, the Lord will excuse. But not that we should repeat over and over again, then there is no meaning to such repentance. Um, so, in the 331.13 Bhagavatam, it is said that uh, the Lord is perceivable in the repentant heart. I don't know if you can take that out. Let's see how the software will behave, I don't know. But I'm just trying. <clears throat> so there we go. This is three thirty one thirteen. Atapyamana Hradaye Avasitam Namami. That last line. See, this is the prayer of the soul within the womb of the mother. Uh, um, oh Krishna. I, the pure soul, appearing now bound by my activities, am lying in the womb of my mother by the arrangement of Maya. I offer full obeisance to him who is also here with me, but who is unaffected and changeless. This is the Lord, Paramatma. He is unlimited, but he is perceived in a repentant heart. To him I offer my respectful obeisances. Atapyamana hridaye vasitam namami. So she was sentent. Um, and also she had unflinching faith in the Supreme Personality of Godhead because she said that, oh, if they are killed by the Lord, it is good. They will get liberation. So that means she knows that if one is killed by the Lord, he will get liberation. She had that faith in the Lord. Although his, her sons will not have the same faith, they are completely will be against the Lord. But she had. And she also had a proper adoration for Lord Shiva, who is a great devotee. And Kashyapamuni, her husband, and also who is a great devotee also. So, then, because of this good attitude that you have, your grandson, one of your grandsons, will be a great devotee. So, he said, one of the sons, Prahlad, of your son, Hiranyagash, will be an approved devotee of the Lord. And his fame will be broadcast equally with that of the personality of Godhead. His fame will be the same as the fame of the Supreme Lord. That great he will be, your grandson. See, he not only knew the souls just were injected into the womb of the, his wife. He knew of his son's future, death, their sons, their future, everything he knew. This is Vedic knowledge. This is Vedic knowledge. And they were so powerful, these things. In order to follow in his footsteps, saintly persons, you see, now he is describing the characteristics of Prahlad, Kashyapamuni, before, far before he was even born. In order to follow in his footsteps, saintly persons will try to emulate his character by practicing freedom from animosity, just as the purifying processes rectify gold of inferior quality. Everyone will be pleased with him, because the personality of Godhead, the supreme controller of the universe, is always satisfied with the devotee 
who does not wish for anything beyond him. You see? Everyone will be pleased. That's why his name is Prahlada. Prahlada means uh, happiness, bliss, pleasure. Prahlada means very happy. Well, not only is he happy, he will make others also happy. That's why his name was Prahlada. So that's why you see here, everyone will be pleased with him. See? That topmost devotee of the Lord will have expanded intelligence and expanded influence and will be the greatest of the great souls. Due to mature devotional service, he will certainly be situated in transcendental ecstasy and will enter the spiritual sky after quitting this material world. His death, <laughs> his passing away is already also described by Kashyapamani. His grandson's passing away. In fact, Prahlad Maharaj's grandson, Bali Maharaj, is also a great devotee. You see how Diti was glorified that her grandson and great-great-grandson were such great devotees because of her good quality. Although her sons will be gone cases. Not exactly gone because, you know, they will also be liberated in one way. So, he will be a virtuously qualified reservoir of all good qualities. He will be jolly and happy in others' happiness, distressed in others' distress and will have no enemies. See, Paradukha Dukhi. He will be distressed to see other people distressed. For him, there is no distress. Uh, Prahlad Maharaj even says that same thing. Naivodvijaya Paraduratya Yavaitaranyas Tvadvirya Gaya Mahamrita Magna Chitta Shochetato Vimukha Chetasa Indriya Artha Maya Sukhaya Bharam Udvahato Vimudham He says in the 7th canto, 9th chapter, 43rd verse that I have no problems in this material world because I am always glorifying you. I am always chanting your glories. But I am worried, I am very, very deeply worried for all the fools and rascals who are simply wasting their time and suffering so much in this material world and they are making elaborate plans for material happiness, which, not, which is not going to be turned, turning fruitful, but they are wasting their time. So, and they are suffering in the meantime so much, that is causing me a great pain. Therefore, in the next verse he says, Prayena. Uh, Deva Munaya Svavimukti Kama nai, uh, Maunam Charanti Vijane Napararth Nishtha He said, I, I will not go into the Himalayas and do my meditation on you. No. I will stay in the busiest part of the world and I will preach the glories of the Lord because I want to take them back with me. I don't want to come alone back to you, my Lord. So, this way he was praying. So, here he saying, he virtuously fight with all good qualities. He will be jolly and happy in others' happiness. Distressed in others' distress and will have no enemies. Ajata Shatru. He will be a destroyer of the lamentation of all the universes. All the universes. Like the pleasant moon after the summer sun. Our grandson will be able to see inside and outside the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Whose wife is the beautiful goddess of fortune. Antar Bahiravasthitam. Uh, he, see this is a very important point your grandson will be able to see inside and outside not just understand that the Paramatma is everywhere but actually will be able to see and in fact this very thing that Harinagashipu asks where do you see where is your Lord where is your Lord? why is he hiding from me why is he such a coward if he is so great that you know he can kill my brother and he is always protecting you from all the dangers that I have posed in front of you then why doesn't he come before me is he such a coward Hmm? So, you know, he is in everyone's heart. Why is he hiding in my heart? Why is he hiding in everyone's heart? Ask him to come out. Where is he? Where is he? He is everywhere. The Prahlad Maharaj, with full confidence, he is everywhere. Then he saw, he looked at the pillar actually. 
because he could already see the Narasimhadev inside. So he saw and he was saying, and he particularly looked at the pillar and Hiranyakashipu noticed that. Huh? He is everywhere? Then he saw him looking, huh? he is in this pillar? Then, yeah, he is there. Then he broke the pillar and the Lord came. So, this is, this is, this point, this verse is very important. You know, your grandson will be able to see inside and outside the Supreme Personality of Godhead whose wife is the beautiful Goddess of Fortune. This is, Sadhavo hridayam mahyam, sadhunam hridayam tvaham, madanya tena jananti, naham tebhyo managapi. The Lord is always seeing the devotees, the devotees are always seeing the Lord. Yomam pashyati sarvatra. Huh? Yoma mai cha pashyati. Sarvam cha mai pashyati. Tashaham na pranashyami. Sachame na pranashyati. So, this is 6th chapter 29th verse. So, in this way, uh, I think 30th verse. So, in this way, the pure devotee is always seeing. Sarva bhuteshu yaha pashyat. Bhagavat bhavam atmanaha. Bhuteshu bhagavatyatmani. Esha bhagavatottamaha. So, this is again, all these verses point to the same thing. That a pure devotee always sees inside and outside the Supreme Lord. Even in Ishopanishad it is said, Sarvabhuteshu Chatmanam, um, what is that? Uh, no. Ya Bhuteshu, Ya Sarveshu, Ya Sarveshu Bhuteshu, what is that? The uh, sixth and seventh verses. Yastu Sarvani Bhutani. Yastu Sarvani Bhutani, Atman, Atman Nevanu Pashati, Tatra Komoha. Kaha Shoka, um, Yoga, uh, what is that? Ekatvam Manupashataha. And also, Tatona Vijugupsate. Hmm. Na, na Vijugupsate means there is no hate. For such a person who can see the Lord inside and outside of everything, for him there is no envy. He doesn't envy anyone. He is Ajata Shatru, he has no enemies. Dhira Dhira Janapriyao, the Goswami, six Goswamis were called Dhira Adhira Janapriyao. They were dear both to the ruffians and the gentlemen. Because for them, they did not consider anyone of the anyone as their enemies. They did not consider they only they did not make only friendship with you know good people and then avoided the bad people. They did not take their association, but they did not uh, hesitate to show compassion on even the worst people, like Jagan and Madhai also. So this is hmm. I mean Jagan Madhai is Nityananda Prabhu. Similarly, Dhira Adhira Janapriya. They were very compassionate upon every single soul. The Lord can assume the form desired by the devotee and his face is always beautifully decorated with earrings. The sage Maitreya said, hearing that her grandson would be a great devotee and that her sons would be killed by Diti was highly pleased in mind. You see, <laughs> a mother always wants, the, you know, is always wishing well for the children, no matter how fallen the children may be. That is a mother's affection. So, even though she was a staunch devotee, her sons are going to be great demons. But they will be killed by the Lord. So they will attain liberation and her grandson will be such a great devotee that, you know, the, his fame will be equal to the fame of Krishna himself. Uh, so in this way, her, her, her descendant everybody will be very uh, blessed. Uh, so in that way, she was very happy. So this is what happened. This is how. And next, actually they take birth. Oh, this is a description of kingdom of God. No, not this one. So, when they take birth also, in fact, she kept, she kept, 
sons for 100 years in her womb because she did not want to create trouble in the world she kept the children for 100 years in the womb one second we will just go there the two door keepers of vaikuntha jay and vijay cursed by the sages <coughs> See. So the sages were actually going and seeing all the Vaikuntha and they were stopped at this gate by Jay and Vijaya. So they cursed him, cursed them that they would. Actually we will see, we will look at the curse. Here is a description of the kingdom of God. They went to Vaikuntha and as they were going, this happened. So they saw so much beauty of Vaikuntha there. And then, as they were seeing all that and you know, glorifying the Lord, then they were, you see. As the great sages Sanaka, Sanatana, Sanandana and Sanatkumar, upon reaching the above-mentioned Vaikuntha in the spiritual world, by dint of their mystic yoga performance, perceived unprecedented happiness. They saw all the beauty, the unprecedented beauty of Vaikuntha Loka. In this verse also, in this description only there is there, that the birds, they are also, you know, waiting for that bumblebee to you know glorify the lord they reduce their voices and all the flowering plants they were you know non envious of tulasi and they were glorifying her so all this they, this was the description from their observance of the vaikuntha world this four kumaras those verses from were taken from here so in this way they saw the beauty of vaikuntha upon reaching so they mentioned vaikuntha in the spiritual world uh, they found that the spiritual sky was illuminated by highly decorated airplanes created by devotees of Vaikuntha. Yes, we see all around them. So, there are also airplanes in the spiritual world. Not that only we are very great in the scientific advancement. What we can do? Simply a, a very, um, very insignificant imitation of the reality. So, there are airplanes in the spiritual world and they don't make noise. They move so quietly. No fuel, nothing. Just based on their own thought. By thought, they can move anywhere. And they were piloted. They had pilots also. But who were the pilots? The best devotees of Vaikuntha. Therefore, <laughs> once Srila Prabhupada said, actually, all the aeroplanes in the world, only devotees must use. Because they use for preaching. Others all using for sense gratification. That is wrong. Only devotees are supposed to use the aeroplane. <laughs> was saying like, actually, it is true. I mean, although it is like a, like a joke, but actually, it is true. They only are worthy of traveling. Only they can, they should travel. In the Vedic civilization, that was the case. The, the Brahmanas, you know, Vaishnavas, they used to travel, the sannyasis. Others, they used to stay put, you know. Um, they used to just mind their own business. And in that way, in this way, they were always blessed by the saints um, coming into their home. And they used to receive the saintly people and feed them prasadam. And they used to, the saintly people would, you know, enlighten them on spiritual knowledge. In this way, it was a very perfect civilization. But nowadays, all kinds of people are traveling here and there. Hmm? Now only because of virus only they stopped. <laughs> Otherwise they would travel. But actually devotees are the ones who are fit to travel. That's why in the Bhagavatam, um, few places it is said, this verse was quoted by Sri Chaitanya, Sri Chaitanya uh, Ramananda Rai. Um, I think uh, 10.8.4 Mahad Vichalanam Nirenam Grihinam Dina Chetasam Shreyasaya Bhagavan Kalpate Nanya Thakva Chet 1084. 
of Bhagavatam. Oh my Lord, oh great devotee, persons like you move from one place to another not for their own self-interests, but for the sake of poor-hearted grahasthas, householders. Otherwise, they have no interest in going from one place to another. So, this is the devotees, they travel and preach. For the spiritual world, there is no preaching, but they are travelling here and there in the service of the Lord. You know, they don't travel simply for, you know, sightseeing, let's let's go sightseeing, where is the beautiful Vaikuntha and this way. No, they are glorifying the Lord. They, are, they have services, fully occupied in their service. And in their service, they are going here and there. And was predominant supreme personality of God. After passing through six entrances, after passing through the six entrances of the Vaikuntha Puri, the Lord's residence, without any astonishment at all the decorations, they saw at the seventh gate two shining beings of the same age. So, there were so many decorations, but their focus was on the Lord. Yeah. Without feeling astonishment for all the decorations, they saw at the seventh gate. So, there are seven gates, seven gates. You know, when they pass through the first gate, and there's, they walk so much, and then there's so much beauty and gardens and everything. And then they go to the second gate, big walls. So, and then they go to the second gate, and then the third gate, and then the fourth gate, and then the fifth gate, sixth gate, seventh gate. That was the last. And the seventh gate, they saw, they saw two shining beings of the same age, armed with maces and adorned with the most valuable jewelry, earrings, diamonds, helmets, garments, etc. The doormen were garlanded with fresh flowers. Uh, which attracted intoxicated bees and which were placed around their necks and between their four blue arms. They had f- four blue arms. They were blue, bluish in complexion just like the Lord. Like the Lord Narayana. So that is Sarupya Mukti. They have the same similar features as the Lord, Vishnu Dutas. From their arched eyebrows, discontented nostrils and reddish eyes, they appeared somewhat agitated. The great sages headed by Sanaka had opened doors Everywhere. They had no idea of ours and theirs. With open minds, they entered the seventh door out of their own will, just as, as, just as they had passed through the other six doors, which were made of gold and diamonds. The, go- the doors were not just like wooden door or metal gate, iron. No. Gold and diamonds. You know, beautiful. The opulence was unmatched. But, so with, they did not have this idea of ours and theirs. And they just, everything is the Lord's. So they just went. No? They were going through the seventh gate. The four boy sages who had nothing to cover their bodies but the atmosphere. This is called Digambara. Digambara. Ambar means clothes. Dig means the directions. The directions are their clothes. That means they are naked. They don't have other clothes. The east, west, north, south. Ten directions. North, east, north, uh, north, west. South, east, south, west. And then up and down. So, these ten directions uh, are were their clothes. That means they had no clothes. Hmm. The, four, the four boy sages who had nothing to cover their bodies but the atmosphere looked only five years old even though they were the oldest of all living creatures and had realized the truth of this. But when the poor who happened to possess a disposition quite unpalatable to the Lord saw the sages, they blocked their way with their staffs. You know, they had these huge staffs. You know, the guards, they, they hold them like that. So, they were doorkeepers of Vaikuntha. So, when the four boy sages were going, they stopped him, no. <clears throat> Despite the glories, although they did not deserve such things at their hands, you see. Not only did they stop, they blocked their staffs, despising their glories, no. Hmm. 
So, to stop a devotee, that means it is an offence already. Hmm. To stop a devotee from entering, it is an offence. Um, we have in this country, this was actually the only country where Srila Prabhupada was not allowed. He was stopped at the immigration, Singapore, in 1971. But somehow by Prabhupada's mercy, the movement is now going on. Uh, so, we had a similar kind of, you know, <laughs> incident <coughs> in Singapore. When the Kumaras, although by far the fittest persons, were thus forbidden and forbidden entrance by the two chief doorkeepers of Sri Hari, with other div- while other divinities looked on, their eyes suddenly turned red because of anger due to their great eagerness to see their most beloved master, Sri Hari, the personality of Godhead. Important note. When they were blocked... The four Kumaras got very angry. I may say, how come, you know, the four Kumaras, they are great sages, okay, they should tolerate, right? A devotee should tolerate. Why they are so angry? Why they have such great, um, uh, this thing, pride that they are such great devotees, nobody, nobody should stop them. No. Their anger was because their meeting the Lord was being, you know, interrupted. Just like the gopis. Gopis, they prayed, they, they said that this Lord Brahma does not know how to create. He is a foolish man. Huh? He is a fool because he does not know how to create. Why? Because he created these eyelids which are closing. And because of that momentary closing, that our vision of, the, of Krishna, when we are looking at Krishna, that momentary closing is disturbing because it is interrupting our view of Krishna. Actually, how much do we notice our blinking of the eyes? We hardly notice, right? But, you see, they were so cautious, I mean, so conscious of it. Because that is real devotion. When they cannot, for a, for a fraction of a second, lose sight of the Lord. It, they become impatient. Just because the eyes were just blinking, he said, they said, they immediately chastised, they got angry with Brahma. Brahma is a fool, you know. He does not know how to create. Why did he create these eyelids with, with this blinking? Why can't he create just like that? So that we can see the Lord uninterrupted. He does not know, he does not know the art of creation. <laughs> the gopis. So, in this way they got impatient. Kumara similarly were impatient to see the Lord and in that impatience they wanted to see out of love for the Lord. And why are you, why are you stopping me? So, that's why they got angry at these sages and their eyes turned red in anger. The sages said, who are these two persons who have developed such a discordant mentality even though they are posted in the service of the Lord in the highest position and are expected to have developed the same qualities as the Lord? How are the, these two persons living in Vaikuntha? Where is the possibility of an enemy is coming into this kingdom of God? The Supreme Personality of Godhead has no enemy. Who could be envious of him? Probably these two persons are imposters. Therefore, they suspect others to be like themselves. <laughs> they are saying, who can actually enter the kingdom of God who is an enemy of the Lord? Actually, that is true. Because if the, if the Kumaras were entering the Lord's uh, abode, nobody is, anybody who is enemy of the Lord, anybody who is envious of the Lord is put in this material world. So, they are being able to go there. That means, of course, they are free from all these things. Otherwise, how they could enter? Uh, but, so they said, oh, these two people, they don't even understand this. Huh? How come? So, you may ask, why did even Jay and Vijay have that mentality that they should stop this? So, this is the will of the Lord. So, when the Lord wants to exercise his anger, hmm, there is no anger in Vaikuntha because all are devotees. So, he comes into this material world to exhibit his anger. So, Narasimhadev, 
he exhibited his great anger, unprecedented, unmatched, supreme anger in this material world by sending one of his devotees down. And he engineered this whole drama. You see this? So, in, in acts, in, in, in situations like these, especially, you know, in, in Bhagavatam it is mentioned, such a great uh, book. So, these are not ordinary events. Hmm. Just like in the Mahabharata, Dhritarashtra was not a bad man. He was a saintly person actually. But he was just attached to his son. And he said, I know, I know that my son is completely wrong. My All my sons are wrong. And the Pand- I know that the Pandavas are very righteous. I know that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And I know that Pandavas are great devotees and they should not be harassed. But there is some unseen force that is, uh, by that force, I am, I know, uninterrupted, I mean, um, I cannot stop my affection for my sons, especially Duryodhan. For some reason, I just can't explain it. So what is that force? That is the will of the Lord. Just like, what is that force which impelled Diti? No, we should have sex at this time. Although she was highly qualified woman, beautiful, knowledgeable, so high, and her husband was great. You know, everything was... She was such a noble woman actually. But she could not stop force of the Lord, the will of the Lord. Not that. We cannot take this as, oh, if I, it happens to me also, it is the will of the Lord. No, no, no. You know, their names, Diti, all this, although they are mother of demons or Hiranyakashipu, Hiranyaksha, they are demons. They are, their names are mentioned in the Bhagavatam. To be the, mentioned in the Bhagavatam itself, what kind of punya they have done. So, we cannot say that, oh, okay, anything, Lord's will only, no, no. By doing this, yes, the Lord is exhibiting his anger and he's doing his leela. But at the same time, he's also instructing us of what are the disasters, so how we should be seeing. Just like Ramachandra Bhagavan, when he was separate from Sita, he was always in the mood of separation, Vipralambha Seva. Everywhere he could see Sita only. And Sita also, everywhere she could see Ram. But externally, they were very, very, uh, their condition was, you know, so heart-rending. You know, they just could not, they were always crying, you know, like that. So, externally look like that. But actually, it is a very high ecstasy that they are experiencing internally. But externally, that also teaches us a lesson that too much attachment for the wife ah, is not good. Hmm. So, in that way, he taught the general mass of people. But at the same time, he was not in distress actually when he was away from Sita. No, the Lord is Atma Rama. The Lord doesn't need any Sita actually. He doesn't need Lakshmi. Lakshmi Sahasra Sata Sambrahma Sevyamanam. You know, the thousands of Lakshmis are you know serving him with great awe and veneration. He doesn't need any of them. He's Swarat. He's independent. He's self-satisfied. But he accepts uh, the service of the devotees. So Sita Devi is his pleasure potency. Uh, he's she's um, you know thinking always of Ram, he's always thinking of her. This is a transcendental relationship. Uh, just like he said. Aham bhakta paradhino hi asvatantra ivadvija sadhunam grasta hridayo bhaktair bhakti janapriya. He said, the Lord says, I am, I am completely independent, uh, completely dependent. I am not at all independent. Because I am always controlled by my devotees. Like Yashoda. She could tie him up, Mother Yashoda. He is controlled by the devotees. So, in that way, his affection for the devotees is there. Bhakta vatsala. So, 
uh, he is also teaching us what we should do and what we should not do in order to change ourselves and become um, devotees of the Lord. <clears throat> so, that two, uh, these four Kumaras, they thought for probably these two persons are imposters. They are not qualified to stand here as, you know, these doorkeepers. How come they are here in the Vaikuntha world and then they don't even, they have this um, false mentality, wrong mentality that they can stop us from seeing the Lord. Because which devotee, suppose if somebody wants to become a devotee, uh, another devotee, he would always you know, help him to become a devotee. If a devotee stops another person from becoming a devotee, and that is not a devotee, right? Hmm. So, of course, there is chastisement. That is there. And that is different. But, they were, Sanakra um, Sanatan, they were such pure devotees, what chastisement they need. So, and they were already at Vaikuntha. In the Vaikuntha world, four was continuing. In the Vaikuntha world, there is complete harmony between the residents and the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is the unique feature of Vaikuntha. There is complete harmony between the Lord and the, the inhabitants of Vaikuntha. Nobody is against the Lord. Not even one single soul, not even one single grass, blade of grass is against the Lord. Here, even the great demigods are not completely with Him. They have their own material desires. Even though they are devotees, they have some material desires and all this. Greatest of demigods. But there even the grass, not even a blade of grass is against the Lord. Just as there is complete harmony within space between the big and the small skies, why then is there a seed of fear in this field of harmony? These two persons are dressed like inhabitants of Vaikuntha, but where from can their disharmony come into existence? Therefore, let us consider how these two contaminated persons should be punished. The punishment should be apt. For thus, benefit can eventually be bestowed upon them. Hmm. See? Since they find duality in the existence of Vaikuntha life, they are contaminated and should be removed from this place to the material world where the living entities have three kinds of enemies. When the doormen of Vaikuntha Loka, who were certainly devotees of the Lord, found that they were going to be cursed by the Brahmanas, they at once became very much afraid and fell down at the feet of the Brahmanas in great anxiety. For a Brahmana's curse cannot be counteracted by any kind of weapon. This is called Brahma-shapa. Brahma-shapa. It cannot be counteracted by any kind of weapon. Even the doorkeepers of Vaikuntha were afraid of the Brahmana's curse. After being cursed by the sages, the doorman said, It is quite apt that you have punished us for neglecting to respect sages like you. They understood their you know, mistake. But we pray that due to your compassion at our repentance, the illusion of forgetting the Supreme Personality of Godhead will not come upon us as we progressively, as we go progressively downward. See, this is again pure devotee's prayer. You see how they are saying, you are, you are great devotees and your curse will definitely come into fruition. No, nobody can stop that. We are going to go into the material world. Um, this is most unfortunate. But, uh, we are repenting now. So, please take compassion upon us. And even though we may go downwards to the material world. The illusion, we pray that due to your compassion at our repentance, we pray that the illusion of forgetting the Supreme Personality of Godhead will not come upon us as we go progressively downward. They are praying that, please protect us from forgetting the Lord. So, even they don't mind going down, but they don't want to forget the Lord. Forgetting the Lord is worse than going into the material world. So, that's why, uh, that's why a devotee, he doesn't even ask for liberation because he is remembering the Lord always. Hmm. 
at that very moment the lord who is called padmanabha because of the lotus grown from his navel and who is the delight of the righteous learned about the insult offered by his own servants to the saints he is paramatma he knows everything what is going on so he was inside this was doorkeeper outside the door this was happening but the lord inside he knew what was happening oh he learned about the insult offered by his own servants to the saints accompanied by his spouse the goddess of fortune he went to the spot he did not say okay guards call those two doorkeepers and the four sages to me i will i will let me talk to them no he went out personally the supreme lord went out to the door this is how much he cares for the devotees hmm? accompanied by his spouse the goddess of fortune he went to the spot on those very feet sought for by recluses and great sages those feet the lotus feet of the lord you know great sages they want to take shelter at this lotus feet with those feet he went to the devotees devotees want to go to the feet abhay charanar vindare hmm? abhay charanar vindare what is that um, <clears throat> bhajahure mana shri nandanandana ಅಭಯಚರಣಾರವಿಂದ whatever speed it may be at at that speed for millions and billion koti vatsara satasam satakoti vatsara sampragamyo millions and billions of years even if he goes he cannot reach the toe nails forget the feet just the beginning prapada pada means feet prapada means just before the feet the nails itself the toe nails cannot even be understood cannot even be reached by those mystics mystic yogis even if they go at that speed ತದ್ಧಾವತೋನ್ಯಾನಿಷ್ಠ he walks and he does not walk tad ejati tad naijati tad dure tad vantike he is he is the farthest he is so far that he cannot be reached and he is the closest also as a paramatma is sitting next to you only <laughs> so tadantarasya sarvasya tadu sarvasyasya bahyataha everything is within him and he is within everything just like for example a mother in the womb of the mother the child is there so all around him is the mother you know mother is all around him but the mother is not within the child how can the mother be all around the child and also within the child she is not there but the lord is different we are within the lord and the lord in his complete fullness is within us this is the omnipotence of the lord andantarastha paramanuchayantarastham the anda the whole brahmanda jagadanda the universe is within him Huh? and then he is within the universe in every single atom in his complete fullness not that part of him is there in the no in his full potency he is there in every single atom 
so this is the lord and those feet which are so difficult to attain with those feet he came personally to see his devotees you know that much the lord is bent towards the devotees the feet themselves came there to the devotees so accompanied by his spouse goddess of fortune uh, not only he came he goddess of fortune also he went to the spot on those very feet sought by sought for by recluses recluse means those who keep themselves away from the world and then go into some cave and meditate on the lord recluse so he went with those very feet sought for by recluses and great sages the sages headed by sanakarishi saw that the supreme personality of god at vishnu who was formerly visible only within their hearts in ecstatic trance had now actually become visible to their eyes you know until now they were seeing the lord in their hearts in their meditation trance but now they saw him directly with their eyes as he came forward associates bearing all paraphernalia such as an umbrella and a chamara fan the white bunches of hair moved moved very gently like two swans and due to their favorable breeze the pearls garlanding the umbrella also moved like drops of nectar falling from the white full moon or ice melting due to a gust of wind so they saw all these nice few features of the lord although they were angry at the sages but they, when the lord came they were just focusing on all the features of the lord and how the chamara the two servants were you know you know the fanning with the chamara whisks and how the chamaras were moving and how because of the wind created by the chamara the the umbrella with ha- the umbrella was not just like our you know some umbrella like this some plastic umbrella it was nice decorated umbrella with you know pearl hangings and all this and all these were moving because of the wind caused by the uh, you know the fans the lord is the reservoir of all pleasure his auspicious presence is meant for everyone's benediction and his affectionate smiling and glancing touch the core of the heart the lord's beautiful bodily color is blackish and his broad chest is the resting place of the goddess of fortune who glorifies the entire spiritual world the summit of all heavenly planets does it appear that the lord was personally spreading the beauty and good fortune of the spiritual world so in this way you know the whole meditation on the you know form of the lord everything is nicely described here you know actually nice nice descriptions are here you now we'll we'll read everything you know he was adorned with a girdle girdle means you know the belt here that shone brightly on the yellow cloth covering his large hips and he wore a garland of fresh flowers which was distinguished by humming bees you know the humming bees were always near the flowers and he was wearing a beautiful garland and the humming bees were always there his lovely wrists were graced with bracelets and he rested one of his hands on the shoulder of garuda his carrier and twirled lotus with another hand with another hand he was twirling a lotus his countenance was distinguished by cheeks that enhanced countenance means his face was distinguished by cheeks that enhanced the beauty of his alligator shaped pendants which outshone lightning you see usually in this world the people when they wear ornaments they will look more beautiful right here you see what is there his countenance was distinguished by cheeks his cheeks enhance the beauty of the ornaments <laughs> not that because of the those ornaments his face looked more beautiful no the ornament looks ornaments looked more beautiful because of his face he was the ornament of the ornament in in other sense so in a, in another the, the meaning is everything becomes beautiful 
in relation with the Lord. On its own, it may be beautiful, but the Lord will enhance its beauty a million times if it is used. Just like, for example, uh, Prabhupada used uh, dictaphone. Dictaphone is an ordinary material creation, invention of one, I think Alexander Graham Bell or somebody. So, he invented that. But, Prabhupada used it for a purpose of Krishna and now the dictaphone is such a blessing because Prabhupada could translate so fast. Before he was writing, typewriting, you know, like this, with, he was not like, you know, like expert typist, like, you know, with ten, ten fingers, you know. He was typing one hand and one hand, one finger, one finger, like this, like this, he was typing. Old man, how many books he could have translated, but dictaphone. The dictaphone became glorified because it was used in the, I wouldn't know what a dictaphone is now. Who would know what a dictaphone is? Now everybody can record their thing on the smartphone, right? But it is now, it will be, you know, in history, etched in history. The dictaphone has become so famous now because Prabhupada used it. So the dictaphone is glorified because Prabhupada used it, you know, and because it's used in the service of Krishna. So in this way, same way, his face enhanced the beauty of the alligator-shaped pendants earrings that he was wearing which which outshone lightning see the alligator shaped pendants they were already outshone lightning they were better than already lightning itself lightning is so bright these earrings were already brighter than lightning but their beauty was enhanced when the lord wore them this is the so however great something may be its beauty is nothing unless it is actually used in the service of the lord therefore Prabhupada gave the simple example Everything in this material world is like a zero. However big achievement or whatever it is, inventions, whatever, all are like zeros. But when you put a one in, in, in front of maybe uh, how many zeros, maybe say six zeros. Six zeros are there. Then you put a one to the left. What will happen? It will become immediately million. Until then, the value was only zero. But just that one put there and it will become a million. So, that one is Krishna. So, in this world, there may be so many zeros. Because all of them are useless. Because if, if that dictaphone was only used to just, you know, uh, write material books, nobody, I mean, yeah, but all the knowledge that comes out of it is useless for all practical purposes. It, is, it does not give liberation, salvation, nothing. So, nobody will be really helped. The soul is not helped and it's not in the service of the Lord. But because it was used, oh, it became such an important instrument that Prabhupada used that because of that, we have all these books, so many books he translated within those few years because of this dictaphone. Therefore, dictaphone became glorified because of the Lord. He knows prompt and his head was covered with a gem-studded crown. Charming necklace in his stout arms. His was adorned with a gem known as the name Kaustubha. This Kaustubha is only has it. Others, even though they have Sarupya Mukti, they don't have Kaustubha. They don't have, uh, what is that? Um, Srivatsa hair on the chest. And the exquisite beauty of Narayana being many times magnified by the intelligence of his devotees, was so attractive that it defeated the pride of the goddess of fortune in being the most beautiful. The goddess of fortune is so beautiful, unmatched beauty, Lakshmi. But, but her, her beauty was completely defeated by the Lord's beauty. So, it was so attractive. So, demigod, the Lord who manifested himself is worshipable by me, by Lord Shiva and by all of you. They just regarded him with unsated eyes and joyously bowed their heads at his lotus feet. All their anger was gone when they saw the Lord. You know, they were just fully joyful at seeing him. 
their only anger was because their seeing the Lord was interrupted. And that's how they cursed this, this two person. When the bee carries the of three leaves from the of the lotus of the person of God in the nostril of those ages, they experience change both in body and mind, even though they attacked the internal Brahman understanding. So, you see, this is important. Even though they were previously attached to impersonal Brahman, when they smelled the Tulsi that was offered at the feet of Krishna, their mind changed and they became devotees. The Lord's beautiful face appeared to them like the inside of a blue lotus. And the Lord's smile appeared to be a blossoming jasmine flower. After seeing the face of the Lord, the sages were fully satisfied and when they wanted to see him further, they lived upon the nails of his lotus feet, which resembled rubies. Thus, they viewed the Lord's transcendental body again and again, and so they finally achieved meditation on the Lord's personal feature. So, the nails also reddish. So, it is actually one of the auspicious symptoms, one of the 32 auspicious symptoms is uh, to have the um, nails reddish. You know, that means the person is very healthy if the nails are reddish. For some people, it is, you know, grey, you know, it's grey. So, it is said the auspicious symptom is when they have reddish. Um, This is the form of the Lord which is meditated upon by the followers of the yoga process and it is pleasing to the yogis in meditation. It is not imaginary but factual as proved by great yogis. The Lord is full in eight kinds of achievements but for others these achievements are not possible in perfection. The Quran has said, our dear Lord, you are not manifested to rascals even though you are seated within the heart of everyone. (laughs) You are not manifested to rascals. (laughs) <laughs> he's, on, he's in the heart of everyone but uh, rascals cannot see him devotees can see but as far as we are concerned we see you face although you are unlimited since we have heard about you from our father Brahma through the years we through the years have now been actually realized by your kind appearance all the time we have been hearing about your glories your, your features and everything now we are hearing for example here in this we are hearing the features of the Lord and the beauty of the Lord so when we become perfect we will see the same exact same things in person, in, in, in vision. So, this is, this is what they just realized. So, then they glorified. Uh-huh. We know that you are the supreme absolute truth, the personality of Godhead who manifests his transcendental form in the uncontaminated mode of pure goodness. This transcendental eternal form of your personality can be understood only by your mercy through unflinching devotional service by great sages whose hearts have been purified in the devotional way. Persons who are very expert and most intelligent in understanding things as they are, engage in hearing narrations of the auspicious activities and pastimes of the Lord, which are worth chanting and worth hearing. Such persons do not care even for the highest material benediction, namely liberation, to say nothing of other less important benedictions like the material happiness of the heavenly kingdom. O Lord, we pray that you let us be born in any hellish condition of life. You see, the four Kumaras, although they cursed these two great sages, they themselves also were not afraid of material existence. They were only afraid of Forgetting the Lord. Here we see. We pray that you let us be born in any hellish condition of life just as long as our hearts and minds are always engaged in the service of your lotus feet. Our words are made beautiful by speaking of your activities just as Tulasi leaves are beautified when offered unto your lotus feet. And as long as our ears are always filled with the chanting of your transcendental qualities, we don't mind going to hell. <clears throat> there are so many like this prayers even by King Kulashekar and Mukundam Stotra also there are similar prayers. O Lord, we therefore offer our respectful obeisances unto your eternal form as the personality of Godhead, which you have so kindly manifested before us. Your supreme eternal form cannot be seen by unfortunate, less intelligent persons, but we are so much satisfied in our mind and vision to see it. 
So, great sages, even Bhaktivinoda Thakur, Prabhu, everybody, they don't mind staying in the material world, but being in the service of the Lord. So, sages were very, very satisfied, you know, by seeing the two keepers of Vaikuntha Jain, which are cursed by the sages. So, Lord Brahma, after congratulating the sage, sages for their nice words, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, whose abode is in the kingdom of God, spoke as follows. Now, the Lord is replying. The Personality of Godhead said, these attendants of mine, Jayan, which by name, have created a grace against you because of ignoring me. O great sages, I approve of the punishment that you have devoted to me. Uh, sorry. I approve of the punishment that you who are devoted to me have meted out to them. So, he is approving that their punishment. To me, the Brahmana is the highest and most beloved personality. The disrespect shown by my attendants has actually been displayed by me because the doorman are my servitors. I take this to be an offence by myself. Therefore, I seek your forgiveness for the incident that has arisen. So, you see how this is the real master. If a servant does something wrong, even if the master did not give the orders to the servant to do such wrong thing, the master should take responsibility of the actions of the servant. This is perfect leadership. And the Lord is showing by example that he, oh, these two uh, doorkeepers, Jain Vijay, have disrespected you. I take this to be my offense, my personal offense to you. That, you know, um, that they have disrespected you. I seek your forgiveness. The Lord is so humble, you see. He is seeking forgiveness. I mean, who, who are we, you know? The Lord is the master of everybody, but He is seeking forgiveness from the sages. This is how much Brahmanya, Namo Brahmanya Devaya, He worships the Brahmanas. The Brahmanas are the best of all. In the 5.5.21, we have read that. If you, see, if you go and see, you can read that also. The so, Brahmanas are the best, they were higher than me, He said. It's not just a joking statement, just to you know, show off only, just to make them understand. No, inside He feels like that. Uh, he is seeking forgiveness. A wrong act cut by a certain lead people in general blame his master, just as a part of white leopard on any part of the body of the skin. Anyone in the entire world, even down to the chandala, who lives by cooking and eating the flesh of the dog, is immediately purified if he takes bath and hearing through the ear of glorification of my name, fame, etc. Now you have realized me without doubt. Therefore, I will not hesitate to lop off my own arm, my own arm, if its conduct is found hostile to you. How merciful, how humble the Lord is. He is saying, even a chandala who is eating dog, he becomes immediately purified if he, you know, hears my glorification. And you have become purified by this process. Therefore, I will not hesitate to lop off my own arm if its conduct is found hostile to you. You know, in other words, the devotees are also his, his, like his arms. He said, my own arm, I will, I will chop off my arm if, if this arm has offended you. How the Lord is showing example how to respect devotees. The Lord continued, because I am the servitor, you see how the Lord is considering, because I am the servitor of my devotees, my lotus feet have become so sacred that they immediately wipe out all sin and I have acquired such a disposition that the goddess of fortune does not leave me, even though I have no attachment for her while others praise her beauty and observe sacred vows to secure from her even a slight favour. My goodness. How much, how much he is humble. He is saying, 
why is my name so glorified? Why is my name so great that by chanting my name, people are becoming purified and they are achieving liberation? Why? Why is my name so glorified? Why have I become so sacred? Because I am the servitor of my devotees. Ah, this is, um, you know, because he is considering like this. Because I am the servitor of my devotees, my lotus feet have become so sacred. He is giving all credit to the devotees. How much he is, when we say Bhaktavatsala, this is how much he is Bhaktavatsala. My lotus feet have become sacred that they immediately wipe out all sin. And I have acquired such a disposition, you know, I have achieved such a position that Lakshmi, the goddess of fortune does not leave me even though I have no attachment for her. That much credit I have received because only because of this one thing that I have served my devotees. While others praise her beauty and observe sacred vows to secure from her even a slight favor. Hmm? But she is after me. Although others are doing big, big puja to get her. She is after me although I don't have any attachment for her. Because of only one reason. Because I am the servitor of my devotees. How humble the Lord is. I do not enjoy the oblations offered by the sacrifices in the sacrificial fire, which is my own mouth, which is one of my own mouths. The sacrificial fire is his own mouth, the Lord's mouth. I do not enjoy the oblations offered by the sacrifices in the sacrificial fire, which is one of my own mouths, with the same relish as I do the delicacies overflowing with ghee, which are offered to the mouths of the brahmanas who have dedicated to me the results of their activities and who are ever satisfied with my prasad. I am more satisfied by feeding the brahmanas. That way, I, that feeding that is more, uh, you know, satisfies me more than all these offerings in the fire. Feeding Vaishnava, Vaishnava bhojan is so important. To satisfy the Lord, satisfy the Vaishnavas, the brahmanas. Mm. You see how he's saying, I do not enjoy the sacrificial you know, offerings with the same relish as I do the delicacies overflowing with ghee which are offered to the mouths of the brahmanas. Mm. I am the master of my unobstructed internal energy and the water of the Ganges is the remnant left after my feet are washed. That water sanctifies the three worlds along with Lord Shiva who bears it on his head. If I can take the dust of the feet of the Vaishnava on my head, who will refuse to do the same? He is showing by example how great is Vaishnava Seva. Chadya Vaishnava Seva Nistar Pai Chekeva. He is showing by example. Huh? You know, all this, my, my, you know, I am the master of my Yogamaya. The Ganga is the remnants of my feet, water from my feet. And it, that Ganga river sanctifies even Lord Shiva and all others. But even I take, I become purified because I take dust from the Vaishnavas and put it on my head. We have already, uh, you know, listened to that um, headache Leela of Krishna where he put the dust of the gopis in dust. See how he is, so if I can take the dust of the feet of a Vaishnava on my head, who will refuse to do the same? If Krishna himself puts the Vaishnava's dust, who should refuse? The Brahmanas, the cows and the defenseless creatures on my own body. Those whose faculty of judgment has been impaired by their own sin, look upon these as distinct from me. Uh, 
they are just like furious serpents and they are angrily torn apart by the bills of the vulture like messengers of Yamaraj, the superintendent of sinful persons. See, whoever offends Vaishnavas and Brahmanas, cows and defenseless creatures, you know, he is saying, Govinda Godvija Surarti Haravatara. Kunti Devi also said, Govinda Godvija Godvija Sura Arti Haravatara. He he incarnates, the Lord incarnates to dispel the miseries of cows, brahmanas and the devotees. So, whoever offends them, saying, whoever offends cows, brahmanas and defenseless people, Yamaraj servants will torture them in hell. On the other hand, they captivate, they captivate my heart who are gladdened in heart and who their lotus faces enlightened by nectar and smiles respect the brahmanas even though the brahmanas utter harsh words they look upon the brahmanas as my own self and pacify them by praising them in loving words even as a son would appease an angry father or as i am, I am pacifying you very important huh? On the other hand, they captivate my heart who are ungladdened in heart and who their lotus faces enlightened by nectar and smiles respect the brahmanas even though the brahmanas utter harsh words. Usually, the preachers especially, their words usually are harsh for the materialistically attached person. So, when we talk about, you know, detachment, when we talk about, um, you know, material education is uh, not good or, you know, sex life is not good. The materialists don't like to hear these things. And when we say that, oh, you know, um, the rascals, who are whoever are not uh, devotees, they are rascals. You know, when we say like this, it is actually Krishna's words. Namam Dushkritanam Mudha. Mudha means rascal. So, when devotees use these kind of words, you know, people don't like. And sometimes even devotees, junior devotees, for example. <clears throat> so, when we are doing some mistake, when the senior devotees correct us, then we don't like sometimes. Uh, so, that is not correct. The Lord is not happy with that. Even though they utter harsh words, there is a beautiful um, uh, pastime of Gaurgishwar Das Babaji also. One, one man, he was coming to him to receive in instructions and um, Gaurgishwar Das Babaji uh, spoke, to him, uh, to, spoke to him some harsh words because he had material attachment. So, anyway, so because of harsh words, that person, he said, no, I will not see you anymore. He did not say like that, but he just left and then he never came back. After many months, he came back again to the, to the Gaurgishwadas Babaji. He said, I, I, I tried to do devotional service on my own, but I cannot. I need the mercy of sadhus. Then uh, Gaurgishwadas Babaji said, why did you go? Oh, I thought, I, I was very much hurt by the harsh words you have said. Then Gaurgishwadas Babaji said, hmm. in family life, the, the wife and the children, they utter so many harsh words every day. Although one may work very hard, very hard and bring money, day and night is working, still they are not satisfied. After all that, uh, still the, household, the attached householder does not like to leave them. But the saintly sages, even once when they utter a harsh word, only for the benefit of that person, they will leave the association of such saintly person and they will go far away. So, this is the way of this world. Um, so, and Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, and he said, he continued, he said, actually the sadhus, by their harsh words, they are not directing it at the person itself. They are directing it at that ghostly maya who is haunting this person. So, that the maya runs away. 
and then the, the devotee will actually learn his lesson and, and be cleared of the maya. Because of the illusion, we commit offenses, we commit, you know, we have attachment for material things and when sadhu breaks that illusion with those harsh words, then we become fixed up, if we take it properly. Uh, he is actually shouting at that maya, the ghost of maya, just like a sorcerer, you know, when he, a ghost buster, you know, they, when you go to him, he will utter some harsh words, go away, go away, something, you know, he will say like this, tantric. He is not shouting at the, although he is looking at the person who is haunted, but actually he is shouting at the ghost. So, the sadhu, when he says his harsh words and when, when he corrects the um, materialistic mentality of the materialists or the um, beginner devotees, and that is actually a blessing. He is saving them from the haunting of Maya. Uh, actually, there is a fact. What is that? Maya grasta jivar hoy sebhavaudhai. Jenamati channa hoy. What is that? Pisachi pile. Pisachi pile jenamati channa hoy. Maya grasta jivar hoy sebhavaudhai. Pisachi means ghost. Pisachi pile. When one is possessed by a ghost. Jainam mati channa hoy. When his consciousness is covered by the ghostly haunted, then he will, such a person will behave in, in, in a way which we, he would never otherwise behave. Hmm. He will behave like a crazy fellow and he will talk nonsense. Um, so, maya grasta jivar hoy shai bhavaudhoy. Those who are captured by maya are similarly haunted and they speak nonsense and they do all nonsense and they hurt themselves. They hurt themselves. You know, I, I think um, my brother actually, a few years ago, he showed me one video of this drug called, it's called Flaka, Flaka drug. So, when one takes the drug, one become, you know, like a crazy fellow. He will just go and bang into the wall himself. He will just run into the wall, bang himself. And he, they were, actually, there was a video of men and girl, boys and girls, I mean, like in their maybe teens, maybe 18, around that age somewhere in the western countries. So, these, these girls and boys, they were just like going and hitting the car. The car was going and they would just hit the car and then fall down and then wake up again and then hit another car and then hit themselves against the wall and hit against each other and they're crazy, crazy. They're hurting themselves. And, there's some insect. Okay. So, they're hurting themselves. So, a Mayagrastha Jiva is like that. So, to hurl away that which of Maya. Hmm. So, the sadhus speak such words which seemingly are harsh, which are not supposed to be, which are actually not harsh, but the materialist feels like that. So, here he is, God himself is saying, one must respect with smile a Brahmana, even though the Brahmanas utter harsh words. They look on the Brahmanas as own self. The Lord says, they captivate my heart, who treat the Brahmanas like this. Even though they may speak harsh words, if one is very cordial with them, very respectful towards them, the Lord likes that. The Lord wants to see that. They look upon the brothers as my own and pass them with praise them in love, even as a son, angry father, or as I am pacifying you. These servants of mine have transgressed against you, not knowing the mind of their master. I shall therefore deem it a favor done to me if you order that, although reaping the fruit of their transgression, they may return to my presence soon and the time of their exile from my abode may expire before long. So, he is begging, the Lord is begging the Kumaras that it is correct that you have punished them, but um, 
I deem it a favor. So he is asking a favor from the four sages. You see, you see his behavior. He is independent, you know, but he is asking a favor of this. He is the four sages. Please allow them to return to my abode soon. No? Brahma continued, even though the sages had been served of anger, the souls were not satiated with hearing Lord lovely and illuminating speech, which was like a series of Vedic hymns. I mean, who would not be moved by such a speech of the Lord? Who being the all-powerful and nobody is equal to him, and anybody who can who talks against him or, you know, the Lord, you know, hey, why did you curse my servants? Who are you? What do you think of yourself? You know, <laughs> you know, behave like this. He could have if he wanted to, right? But he does not. Actually, the Lord cannot. He is so bent upon his devotees that he cannot act like that. This is the, this is the heart of the Supreme Lord. And then who, who will not be moved by such a speech from the most powerful person? As if he was, you know, depending on the mercy of the four Kumaras. You know. The Lord's excellent speech was difficult to comprehend for its momentous import and its most profound significance. Excellent speech was difficult to comprehend. See, actually, it's very difficult. I mean, if you just think of how, how the Lord can even talk like that. You give a little bit power to a person in this world, he will immediately deny God, he will, he will think he was the master of the whole world. You know, <clears throat> the Lord is all powerful, everything is under his control. And he is talking like this. How to even comprehend? That's why it is said, the Lord's excellent speech was difficult to comprehend because of its momentous import and its most profound significance. The sages heard it with wide open ears and pondered it as well. But although hearing, they could not understand what he intended to do. <laughs> the sages did not understand what his intention was. You know, <laughs> they could not understand. He is so great, but he is talking like this. They were perplexed. You know, the four Brahmana sages were nevertheless extremely delighted to behold him and they experienced the thrill throughout their bodies. Then they spoke as follows to the Lord who had revealed the multi-glories of the Supreme Personality through his internal potency of Maya. The sages said, O Supreme Personality of Godhead, we are unable to know what you intend for us to do. For even though you are the Supreme Ruler of all, you speak in our favor as if we had done something good for you. <laughs> you see that? You are the Supreme Ruler of all. We are unable to know what you intend for us to do. Even though you are Supreme Ruler, you speak in our favor as if we had done, thing, done something good for you. What can we do for you? We are so insignificant. You are infinite. However, however much service we can do, what is it to you? No, it is nothing. But you are acting as if, you know, it is such a great favor we have done something for good for you. And after you have cursed your devotees. After this, you are still behaving like this. O Lord, you are the supreme director of the Brahmanical culture. You cons your considering the Brahmanas to be in the highest position is your example for teaching others. Actually, you are the supreme worshipable deity. Not only for the gods, but for the Brahmanas also. Actually, you are the worshipable deity. Not us. You are the worshipable deity. Even Brahmanas, how they become so exalted? Because they serve the Lord. And you are saying you are become you have become so great because you have served the Vaishnavas. But the Vaishnavas became so great because they serve you. So in this way, there there is competition among both. No, the, the, the Vaishnavas say no, we must serve you. The Lord says no, I must serve you. You see, like uh, here there is a painting of Parthasarathy. Krishna is driving the chariot for Arjuna. You know, he wants to drive the chariot. He wants to be the driver for his devotee. He wants to be the servant. You know. 
you are the source of the eternal occupation of all living entities sanatan dharma and by your multi manifestations of personalities of godhead you have always protected religion you are the supreme objective of religious principles and in our opinion you are inexhaustible and unchanging eternally unchangeable eternally mystics and transcendentalists by the mercy of the lord cross beyond nescience by seizing all material desires it is not possible therefore that the supreme lord can be favored by others you know we are able to cross the ocean of material world because we have taken shelter of your lotus feet and great 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 devotees transcendentalists they also do the same thing so you are doing us a favor how how is it that the lord can be favored by others it is not true the goddess of fortune lakshmi the dust of whose feet is worn on the heads of others waits upon you as appointed for she is anxious to secure a place in the abode of the king of bees who hovers on the fresh wreath of tulsi leaves offered at your feet by some blessed devotee see she is so great lakshmi and she is anxious to secure a place in the abode of the king of bees who hovers on the fresh wreath of tulsi leaves what is the abode of the king of bees at the lotus feet of the lord where the flowers and the tulsi leaves are offered and the humming bees they come and you know want to take the you know nectar from the not just the flowers but actually of the feet of the lord hmm so she the lakshmi is always on the chest of the lord but she is always wanting to go and serve the feet of the lord angri puja angri sevane lakshmi lakshmi is always massaging the feet of the lord oh lord you are exceedingly attached to the activities of your pure devotees yet you are never attached to the goddesses of fortune who constantly engage in your transcendental loving service how can you be purified therefore by the dust of the path traversed by brahmanas and how can you be glorified or made fortunate by the marks of shrivatsa on your chest nothing there is nothing that can make you glorified you are already glorified everything becomes glorified because you are there so <laughs> they are having a kind of loving argument the lord has said so many things now they are refuting all those things no 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 this is not a fact how can you be purified by the dust of brahmanas we get purified because we get the dust of you oh lord your purification of all religion therefore you manifest yourself in three millenniums three yuga in the why three millenniums millennium in the yuga satya treta dwapara what happened to kaliyuga in kaliyuga he is a channa avatar he doesn't incarnate in kaliyuga or even if he incarnates he is a channa avatar he never manifests himself as a supreme personality of godhead so you can see in the chaitanya mahaprabhu hmm. he never asserted himself as god although he came in kaliyuga and even although buddha did not preach vedic uh, prin- uh, principles he is also actually personality of godhead but he did not say he is god so in 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 kaliyuga is channa avatar it's covered hmm. that's why he is called he is known as triyugi triyugi means one who comes in incarnates in three yugas in kaliyuga he doesn't come that too this chaitanya mahaprabhu is only once in one day of brahma not in every kaliyuga he comes chaitanya mahaprabhu uh, once in 1000 cycles of kaliyugas you know there are satya treta treta dwapara kali like this 1000 cycles is one day of brahma and similar period is the night but at that time there is no planets and all the earthly planets until the heaven is submerged in water so so out of in once in 8.64 billion years krishna comes and chaitanya mahaprabhu comes at that time so chaitanya mahaprabhu also doesn't come every kaliyuga no so we know that we are in this movement chaitanya mahaprabhu came just 500 years ago only 
and Prabhupada came just 40 years ago and now we are here in this movement. So, it is very, very, very fortunate position. Oh Lord, uh, you are the personification of all sin, therefore you manifest in three millennia. Thus, you protect this universe consists of animate and animate beings. By grace which is of pureness, the bestower of all things, can drive away the element of Raja Namas for the sake of me God born. Drive away the elements of passion and ignorance for the sake of the demigods and the twice-born means brahmanas. O Lord, you are the protector of the highest of the twice-born. If you do not protect them by offering worship and mild words, then certainly the auspicious path of worship will be rejected by people in general who act on the strength and authority of your lordship. That is why in the third chapter, 21st verse of Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, Yadyad acharati shreshthas tatta divetaro evetaro jana sayat pramanam purute lokastadana vartate the common people usually follow the leader and the Lord is the leader of everybody. And if he does not respect Vaishnavas the way he did, then nobody would do. Because they say, you know, he did not show us example. So, he is showing by example. This is called Acharya. Acharya means Achar. Achar means first his own example. By his example, he will teach others. Hmm. So, the Lord showing by example, by his own personal example, how to serve Vaishnavas. And that's why you have offered us all those prayers. But this is not true what you are saying. That, you know, you are you have achieved this position because of the dust of our feet. No, 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 no. This is not acceptable to us. You know, in this way they were refuting his arguments in a very, very devotional way. Dear Lord, you never want the auspicious path to be destroyed. He actually, the, the Lord wants that... They are actually explaining his real intention. He is doing this, he is worshipping the Vaishnavas because he wants to teach others how to worship Vaishnavas. In this way, he he is protecting the religious principles by doing so. That is your real intention here. But we are never, you know, in a position to favour you in any way. Dear Lord, you never want the auspicious path to be destroyed for you are the reservoir of all goodness. Just to benefit people in general, you destroy the evil element of by your mighty potency. You are the proprietor of the three creations and the maintainer of the entire universe. Therefore, you are not used by submissive behavior. Rather, by submission, you exhibit your transcendental pastimes. See how they are. Therefore, your potency is not reduced by your submissive behavior. Rather, you by submission, you exhibit transcendental pastimes. The Lord is even more glorified now. Yeah, you know, he be, by becoming submissive to his devotees, he did not become something less than the devotees. No. Now, the Lord's glory is even more. Now, when we read this, how much we will think of the Lord? I mean, how great is He? That, you know, even though He is so great, He is so humble. You know. Oh Lord, whatever punishment you wish to award to these two innocent people or also to us, we shall accept without duplicity. My Lord, you, whatever you punishment, you give this punishment to these two or even if you want to punish us, you can punish us. We will accept. We understand that we have cursed two faultless persons. See, they are also repenting. We have cursed two faultless persons who are in the gatekeepers of Vaikuntha. We have cursed. So, our fault is there. So, if you want to punish us, please punish us. Please feel free to punish us in any way you like. Anyway, it is all your free will only. The Lord replied, O Brahmanas, note, know that the punishment you inflicted on them was originally ordained by me. And therefore, they will fall to a birth in a demoniac family. But they will be firmly united with me in thought through mental concentration intensified by anger. And they will return to my presence shortly. <laughs> How the Lord, you see. Why, now here is the secret. Why this whole drama happened. It was his own will. 
So the Brahmanas, <coughs> he is saying, O Brahmanas, know for certain that the punishment you inflicted on them was originally ordained by me. It was my desire that this should happen. And therefore they will fall to a birth in a demoniac family. But they will not be harmed because they will be firmly united with me in thought through mental concentration intensified by anger. In anger, they will think all of me. In anger. So although they are playing the part of a demon, in thought they will never remember, they will never forget me. They will never forget me. And they will return to my presence shortly. Lord Brahma said, after seeing the Lord Kuntha, the Supreme Personality of Godhead in the self-illuminated Vaikuntha planet, the sages left that transcendental abode. Actually, in another Puran, I think Vishnu Puran, it is said, more detail is given. There is the choice of these three births and the seven births. Hmm. So, the Lord asked them, you want three births as demons and be killed untimely and then come back to me or you want seven long lives as great devotees in the material world and then come back to me. No, no, no. We want to come back to you. Three lives is shorter. Okay, we'll, three lives. We want those three lives. We want, but you will be known as demons in the whole world. The whole world for eternity they will call you as, you know, rascals, biggest demons, this, that. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Let the whole world, you know, curse us. But we are just wanting to come back to you. We want to come back to you, my, our service to you. They did not mind any kind of humiliation or any kind of... See, now we are saying that, oh, Hiranyakashipu is a big demon, you know, rascal is that. But actually, they are devotees, you know. Uh, so, they don't mind being... Their reputation is completely gone. They are known as demons, chastiser of devotees. In this way, their reputation is completely gone. But they said, we just want to return. We want to return to our service. So... In this way, they played the part of the demon so that the Lord can exhibit his pastimes, his leela of anger. Where Narsimhadev came and Varaha came and they exhibited their anger. Unprecedented anger. So, the Lord wants to vent his anger. He wants to experience. It is not that he is frustrated with something and he wants to vent his anger. <laughs> no. <laughs> that is also his pastime. His anger is also his happiness. There is no difference between his anger and his happiness. And that is also his pastimes. So, he wanted to experience that. So, he did this. You know. So, sages left the transcendental world. Sages succumbed the supreme law for their open return. Extremely delighted, extremely delighted at learning divine opulences of the Vaishnava. The Lord then said to his attendants Jay and Vijaya, Depart this place, but fear not. All glories unto you. Though I am capable of nullifying the Brahmana's curse, I would not do so. On the contrary, it has my approval. You see, the Lord is, now he is saying, you see, I am capable of nullifying the Brahmana's curse to protect you because you are my devotees. But I will not do so because I want to show the example that my devotees cannot be, you know, uh, disrespected. And then I will excuse my devotees. Because that will be the example set if I do that. Because you are my devotees, they are my devotees. And you have cursed, I mean, you have offended them. Now, if I protect you, in the future, people will quote this incident and say that, you see, although they have offended the devotees, the Lord forgave them because they are his devotees. No, I will not do it. I am capable of nullifying the Brahmana's curse. I would not do so. On the contrary, it has my approval. This departure from Vaikuntha foretold by Lakshmi, the goddess of fortune. She was very angry because when she left my abode and then returned, you stopped her at the gate while I was sleeping. 
this was the reason why Jaya and Vijay became they offended the Brahmanas because of their original offense was to Lakshmi because this was what happened see he is revealing something she already before itself she told Narayan this Jaya and Vijay will go down why? she went after and then turned stopped her at the I was sleeping no the Lord is sleeping you cannot go inside they, they, they did this to Lakshmi because of that their downfall was imminent the Lord assured the two Vaikuntha inhabitants Jaya and Vijay by practicing the mystic yoga system in anger you will be cleansed of the sin of disobeying the Brahmanas and within a very short time return to me still he did not it's not that your eternal condemnation there is now a way of atonement so by practicing the mystic yoga system what is that the bhakti yoga but in anger you will always think of me as demons you will think of me so intensely in hate that you will never forget me and by the constant remembrance of me you will become cleansed and within a very short time return to me so thus speaking at the door of vaikuntha will return to his abode where there are many celestial airplanes and all surpassing wealth and thunder but those two gatekeepers the best of the demigods their beauty and luster diminished by the curse of the brahmanas became morose and fell from vaikuntha the abode of the supreme lord then as jaja fell from the lost abode a great roar of disappointment arose from all the demigods who were sitting in their splendid airplanes brahma continued those two principal doorkeepers of the personality of godhead have now entered the womb of diti because these sages were falling down from vaikuntha diti was feeling this unstoppable urge of sex desire because the lord's will was acting in this in this channel and then they had to take birth in her womb these two principal doorkeepers of the personality of godhead have now entered the womb of diti the, the powerful semen of kashyapa muni having covered them is that these twin asura demons that has disturbed you for it has minimized your power there is no remedy within my power however for it is the lord himself who desires to do all this even brahma couldn't stop it because it's the lord's will my dear sons the lord is controller of the three modes of nature and is responsible for the creation preservation and dissolution of this universe his wonderful creative power yoga maya cannot be easily understood even by the masters of yoga that most ancient person the personality of godhead will alone come to our rescue what purpose can we serve on his behalf by deliberating on the subject what can we do what purpose can we achieve by thinking about all this it's the lord's will so the lord will come to save us you know he will come to our rescue it is all in the plan of the lord nobody can understand his in this way the the sages were cursed and enter to enter into the womb of um diti so this chapter is about their birth the, the symptoms of the birth of these two demons you know we can read this i think we will maybe save it to the save it for next time i think tomorrow all right so any questions or comments during the session we can answer them now and then we will wrap up the session
वन सेकेंड हाँ so as you say if any demon killed by the supreme lord he or she was great devotee so my question is that what is the previous position of putna so she was reinstated into her position as a mother that that has that must be her real position because when one is uh, goes back actually you can see for those of you who do not know what is what we are talking about it is explained in the two places actually in the third canto and also in the 10th canto uh, the software is uh, giving problems maybe let's see there is a nice verse that explains what happened to putna uh, i have no control over the software at all i will go somewhere else please request say ahobakiyam stanakalakutam jighaam sayaya payadapi lebhe gatim dhatri uchitam datonyam इंटेंशन बट ही not only sucked her breast but he sucked her life out and she died but the soul who was there in the putana's body she attained the uh, position of a mother in the spiritual world lebhe dhatri uchitam dhatri means nurse so she achieved the so nurse is one of the mothers you know seven mothers so she became a nurse in the spiritual world nurse of the lord so lebhe gatim dhatri uchitam tatonyam kam vadayalum sharanam brajema how can i take shelter of a person more merciful than lord krishna who has given the position of mother to a person who came to kill him of course nobody can kill the, the desire to kill krishna is for him it is nothing because nobody can kill him anyway so he doesn't take it very seriously and he took the good side of it and he gave her position of dhatri a nurse in the spiritual world so if he has achieved if he has given that that, that must be her position you know in the spiritual world she must have been a nurse for some reason she came down and did this past time i don't know the exact i don't know if there is any reference of the exact uh, background of putana's coming into this material world but looks like that is her position as a mother in the spiritual world so oni datta from bangladesh there are lots of scientists who are invested and discovered lots of technology which are so useful and also used by devotees as you say prabhupad used dictaphone to record everything so faster 
we can see you online through facebook and share lots of things related to our religious religion so we can say sometimes the person who invented technology are good for nature but not good devotees they are and there are some persons who are really honest with their activity but they are atheist so what will be their condition after death so actually a person who is not a devotee is not really honest because honest man he will speak the truth that is the definition of an honest person so the truth is that we are not the body we are the soul and we are uh, servants of the supreme lord that is the real truth so one who does not describe this truth one who does not agree with this truth is actually not an honest man so even though he may do other things seemingly right but he the very first step is already wrong so just like the example that prabhupad gave that four thieves they go they plan okay and they meet at the forest at the sunset they meet at this forest and say okay let's go to this village i will rob this side you will rob that side you will rob that side you will rob that side so in this way the four people they went to different directions they said after everything and before sunrise you must come back here in the same place meet here then they went all looted this house and that house so many things they stole and they came back and then now the leader said okay now please bring out everything that you have stolen don't cheat be fair be honest and um, you know be, we have to be equal and all this whatever we have stolen will be equally shared among all of us we should be equal okay and don't no cheating huh? no cheating okay he said like this so all this talk is nice be fair be honest be equal no cheating hmm? everything is nice but the property is stolen that itself is bad so the first step is bad so on top of that how much ever good we may do it is all bad only but the devotees are hamsa they are like the swan which has a very special property when it when milk and water is mixed he will only take out the milk and drink he will leave the water behind we cannot do that when milk and water is mixed it, we will just drink both but the swan can take out only milk and he can remain you know keep the water there so a devotee even though there is um, you know material is, you know it is contaminated material the devotee will take the good quality out of it that means oh this can be used for krishna's service let me use it in that way that person who has invented that he will become glorified he will become blessed because his invention became an instrument of the devotee in serving krishna the example is given even um, narsimhadev when he killed hiranyakashipu he sat on the throne of hiranyakashipu usually we can't offer to the lord something which we have ourselves used that's why the lord's altar we cannot go and sit there right as a, only for the lord and which we use we cannot put the lord there but the lord sat on hiranyakashipu's throne actually we, in one sense nothing can be offered to the lord without coming from him you know it is coming from him only so we have to offer it to the lord and then use but he sat on the throne after hiranyakashipu sat there <laughs> so the the point is he made hiranyakashipu fortunate by sitting and of course prahlad and so the lord if we use in the lord service that's why there's a nice verse by chanakya pandit he said amedhyad api kanchanam what is that first line amedhyad api kanchanam um, Visham api amritam grahyam. Yes. 
విషాదపి విషాదపి అమృతం గ్రాహ్యం అమేధ్యాతపి కాంచనం నీచాదపి ఉత్తమం జ్ఞానం స్త్రీరత్నం దుష్కులాదపి వి షుడ్ టేక్ ద గుడ్ థింగ్స్ ఈవెన్ దో ఇట్ ఇస్ లైక్ విషామపి అమృతం గ్రాహ్యం విషాదపి ఈవెన్ ఫ్రమ్ అ హోల్ పాట్ ఆఫ్ పాయిజన్ ఇఫ్ దెర్ ఇస్ వన్ డ్రాప్ ఆఫ్ నెక్టర్ దట్ షుడ్ బి టేకెన్ అండ్ అమేధ్యాదపి కాంచనం ఈవెన్ ఫ్రమ్ గార్బేజ్ ఇఫ్ దెర్ ఇస్ గోల్డ్ వి మస్ట్ టేక్ ఇట్ అండ్ వట్ ఈస్ దట్ నీచాదపి ఉత్తమం జ్ఞానం ఈవెన్ ఇఫ్ పర్సన్ ఇస్ లో బాన్ ఇఫ్ హీ హ్యాస్ యూనో హై నాలెడ్జ్ ఆఫ్ ద వాల్యూస్ ఆఫ్ వీ షుడ్ టేక్ ఇట్ ఫ్రమ్ హిమ్ ఇట్స్ నాట్ దర్ ఓ ఈ సూద్ర వీ కెనాట్ హియర్ ఫ్రమ్ హిమ్ నో ఇఫ్ హీస్ టాకింగ్ అబౌట్ ద అబ్సల్యూట్ ట్రూత్ ఇఫ్ యూ టాకింగ్ అబౌట్ ద లాడ్ వీ షుడ్ టేక్ ఇట్ ఫ్రమ్ హిమ్ అండ్ స్త్రీరత్నం దుష్కులాదపి ఈవెన్ ఇఫ్ ఉమెన్ కమ్స్ ఫ్రమ్ అ బ్యాడ్ ఫ్యామిలీ ఇఫ్ షీఈస్ having very good qualities she should be accepted as a wife so in this way he he gave examples where we can take good things out of bad so the good thing is everything is belongs everything belongs to the lord so even if the dictaphone that the the maker of the the inventor the brain was given by krishna the this thing was everything the instruments the everything was given by krishna all the ingredients there and his brain was also given and that way it was manipulated and it was made into something useful but the 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 intention of use for that has been material that has been spiritualized by devotee so because uh, what is that prabhupada has used something that has invented 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 by that man so that man is now blessed in one way because he has indirectly served prabhupada agnyata sukriti this is called doing devotional service without even knowing it mm, without knowing it so wherever that soul of that inventor may be he will be blessed because in his past life he did something which the devotee have devotee has used you see that so in that way he will definitely you know uh, advance wherever he is so vijay sharma hari krishna can we say that diti or four kumaras or jain vijay are all completely innocent that is blameless completely as it was all a great leela of the lord well still she had to go through the pain in this case of course it was the will of the lord but he is also teaching by this example that we cannot say that oh since this is the will of the lord everything is the will of the lord so everybody can killing anyone or terrorist or rape or whatever it is nobody should be punished everybody goes scot free we will all punish the lord all we will blame the lord no let us explain the law is like that we cannot now take this as an excuse i don't know i don't think you are asking in that mood but i'm just saying we can't take this as an excuse of oh this is all the will of the lord so even bad happens is by the will of the lord yeah in this case it was the will of the lord and all the people involved would get liberated because hiranyaksha hiranyaksha and hiranyakashipu will be liberated by being killed by the lord and the devotee will be prahlad in the, the grandson but in our case we are not being killed by the lord we are killed by the modes of material nature maya is beating us like anything and yamaraj we have to see yamaraj hiranyakashipu and hiranyaksha they never saw they never were punished by yamaraj uh, no they were that, that that's why it was a different realm their activities are on a different realm but we cannot equate ourselves to this when we do something wrong oh maybe the lord had some plan that's why i did wrong 
we cannot try to cheat the lord fifth chapter 15th verse of bhagavad gita nadatte kasya chitpapam nachai vasukritam vibhu agnyanena vritam gyanam tena mohyanti jantavah i am sorry the software is just not cooperating at the moment Oh, Krishna. You see this translation? Oh, Krishna, I just cannot stop it at the translation. It's so irritating. I'm just fighting with the software at the moment. Anyway, I'll just read from here. I have no time at all. I have no patience. I'll just read it from my device here. You see, Nadatte kashachit papam nachaiva sakritam vibhu agnenavratam gyanam tenamohyanta chantava. Nor does the Supreme Lord assume anyone's sinful or pious activities. Embodied beings, however, are bewildered because of the ignorance which covers their real knowledge. So, he is teaching us what is the disastrous effects of having sex at the wrong time and, you know, um, offending devotees, all these faults. He is teaching us. At the same time, the rahasyam, daiva rahasyam, is that it's all his leela. He is enjoying a pastime with his devotees. It's a drama. To, just like a devotees, you know, we enact a drama here in the temple. We did so many dramas on during festivals or even sometimes other days. So, those dramas, the demon and the devotee or the Lord, everything is devotees. Of course, here the Lord is also devotee. But in the, in the real drama of the Lord, the Lord is the Lord. <laughs> so, here a devotee acts as the Lord, devotee acts as the devote, uh, devotee, another devotee acts as a demon. But they are all devotees. But to teach a lesson to the audience, they assume different roles. So, to show. Hmm? But that moral is important for us to know. So, similarly, so the Lord, His arrangement with Hiranyakashipu, Hiranyaksha, all were protected because after that they will go back to God. You know, after three lives in the demon, they will go back to Krishna. So, they are not handled by Yamaraj and Yamadutas and all that. No, no, no. But we, if we don't, you know, if we offend Vaishnavas, if we, then the consequences are going to be terrible for us. Hmm. The Lord Narsimha is not going to come as tear our chest open and then give us liberation. No, He is not going to do that. So, the Maya, you know, some car accident may happen and then you die you know, horribly, that will happen. That, so, that's, that's why we have to be very careful in understanding the Lord's intention properly. Hmm. So, next, what is the other question? And that's all. So, those are the questions. These are the is the brown of this whole frame. The total continuum. All right. So thank you very much for coming.
in the session. Jai Narasimhadev Bhagavan ki jai, Prahlad Maharaj ki jai, Nitai Gaur Primande, Shri Prabhupada ki jai. Hare Krishna.